0: Welcome to I Work In Fashion Podcast. I'm Maddie, creator and host of this podcast. And for the second episode, I'm meeting with fashion stylist Jennifer Mikalski-Bray. We talk about her experience as a stylist on Gossip Girl, the creative freedom of working freelance and the importance of building a relationship with clients. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the I Work in Fashion podcast, uh, the show exploring the many jobs of the fashion industry, interviewing the people who work behind the catwalks, magazines, storefronts, and much more. So for the second episode, I'm so happy to welcome Jennifer Mikulski-Bray. Jennifer is a stylist, editor, and fashion consultant who has worked for magazines such as Elle, amongst many others. But also celebrities and TV shows, one of which I'm sure everyone has heard of. Uh, but let's not uh, give too much away just yet. So first, uh, hi Jennifer, how are you? Hello, Hello, I'm well. How are you? Good. It's so nice to have you on the podcast today.
1: I'm thrilled to be here
0: finally. Yeah, <laughs> been pushing back dates and pushing yeah. <laughs>
1: back dates. It's finally, yeah. like So nice to meet
0: in person. Yeah, I'm glad we can do this in real life and not on Zoom because zoom it's complicated and it's so much better to meet people in person because yeah yes it's
1: better yes i was just admiring your elephant.
0: <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> <laughs>
1: nod to clueless no <laughs> my favorite movies growing up
0: really yeah. oh well i'm glad you like it. i didn't put this outfit on purpose <laughs> but yeah uh, i actually really like clueless as well so yeah um but so i guess maybe you could like, start by telling me a bit about yourself, so sort of, like, what are you up to at the moment? Um, All right. I'll give you a little background yeah. first. Um, so I started
1: my career in New York City. I um, began at Elle Magazine, mm-hmm. and then I went to Cosmopolitan, and then I went on to Gossip Girl, which is an American mm-hmm. TV show. Um Yeah. And from there, I went on to assist a stylist. Okay. And then I went off by myself and did my own work in New York before I moved to London. Mm. Followed okay. a boy here, okay. my husband. <laughs> now we have two kids. Okay. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. But, um, then yeah, I picked up where I left off, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I moved to London, I had to have a job again assisting because I didn't really have any contacts.
0: Mm. So you had to start over. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So okay. I,
1: like, had asked my contacts at Elle if they could link me up with British Elle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they
1: were like, sorry, we don't really talk. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> what? So I ended up getting a job at Marie Claire okay, um, assisting. And that lasted, like, a month because mm-hmm. I just um, wasn't used to it. assisting really yeah, anymore yeah. um, at a magazine because mm-hmm. it was – it's just a lot, a lot of work, which – I agree, put in all your hard work. Yeah. Um, but I felt like I did 10 years done, of yeah. that. And
0: yeah.
1: um, I went then to assist um, some other stylists here mm-hmm. for about a year or two and then went off to like build up my clientele here
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay. by myself and obviously style for myself. Yeah. Um, which has been great.
0: Amazing. And so um, uh, were you always like interested in fashion? Like growing up, was it always a passion of yours or did you have maybe? Other ideas for your career before you wanted to be a stylist? Um, I always loved fashion, um, which is really funny because my mom
1: is the most plain Jane woman really? ever. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, at least growing up. Now yeah. she has a bit of a, a style. fashionista yeah. bit about her, but
0: maybe she takes it from you. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> yeah. growing up she was just not interested whatsoever. Mm. She'd have like shorts and a sweatshirt. I remember was like her go-to. Okay. Um, and like tennis shoes, yeah. so she never really cared mm. about what she wore. Um, but other than fashion, I really liked marine biology. I oh, bought, interesting! I might move to California okay. and be a marine biologist. Mm. Okay. So I really had to like
0: choose between fashion yeah. and aquatic life. Because <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't really relate the two. I mean, it's complicated <laughs> no. to like no. try and like meet in the middle. <laughs> no, maybe when I retire. Yeah, maybe you could. I yeah. don't know how you could mix the two but No, yeah, <laughs> I could do some sort of,
1: I don't know, charity work for the ocean yeah. and like marine life when I'm older. That's true. yeah, true. Like or even now like I could do charity work. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, but I we do charity work
1: for like, I don't mm. know, Make a Witch Foundation. We do like oh, that's the walks so cool. and the charity gala. And mm. actually this month.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, not marine mm. life yet. So I need to add that to my portfolio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Okay. And so, yeah, so fashion, then you decided to go into fashion more than like marine life. And,
1: and yeah, I just, just thought, I'm really bad at chemistry. <laughs> and you <laughs> have to be good at chemistry. Yeah. Um, so it was basically the first um, year of college, mm-hmm. um, our freshman year. I don't know if you guys call it the same thing in
0: this country. Uh, yeah, it's, we don't call it freshman. We say like you have freshers year, which okay. is kind same of like the thing, same. Yeah.
1: yeah. So my freshman year, I took um, a couple of classes for each you know, mm. fashion and marine biology. Um, and I was like, wow, I'm really, really bad at chemistry yeah. and biology. <laughs> so this probably isn't the right choice mm. for me.
0: But I think it's good that you chose to like explore both right yeah. until like even university. Because I feel like maybe you like growing up, you might think, OK, well, I have to make a decision why I go to uni. Yeah. But you decided to explore both and then yeah. realized that maybe it wasn't for you. But Yeah. yeah. Like in high school, I um, had wrote like a school fashion column mm.
1: and then in college oh. I did like a school newspaper and cool. a magazine and I did like the photo shoots for it mm. um so that was fun so I, I I did I guess gravitate more towards fashion mm-hmm. yeah. but I mean whales and sharks have a place in my heart
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so um when you were I guess at university was it always your plan to become a stylist or because what you were saying because of like compared to your projects it sounds like maybe you were also gravitating towards more like media and journalism in a way yeah it was so I wanted to be a fashion editor okay
1: and then I realized it was way more fun not going into the office every single day Mm -hmm. I see and it was really exciting doing like the cover shoot Mm -hmm. so when I was at Elle I was assisting and um we worked in all the cover shoots, okay. and so that was what really excited me. Was like every month when I was like, "Who's our next cover person?" Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, "How can I do fo- focus like just on the celebrity bit of things mm-hmm. and not like yeah. the rest of it?" Yeah, <laughs> I like to dabble in the rest of it, but not do it like all yeah. the whole time. I see. So freelance styling was like a happy medium. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, did you get the job at L right when you graduated, or was it more like something you started towards the end of uni? Towards the end. Okay. So, basically, my university, which was Purdue University,
1: Mm -hmm. um, they had a program with FIT in New York. Okay. And um, so, basically, you could do the classes at FIT, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then live in New York and intern and assist while you're finishing your last Mm -hmm. bit of university. So I had messaged and emailed this lady, Annie Ladino, there. Mm-hmm. And she grew up where I grew up, which really helped me get my foot in oh, the door. Yeah, and so she's like, oh, of course, I'll give you a shot. Oh,
0: and wow, um, nice
1: I, was, I really lucked out because it was like the best experience of my life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize I really wanted to leave until I had like a couple other things come up. And I was like, okay, L was crazy hours. I worked like nine to nine. Mm-hmm and oh God, yeah. i remember one of my um, roommates worked at a Hearst magazine mm-hmm. um, and i think it was like Co- yeah it was Cosmo girl so like not Cosmopolitan yeah. but like back in the day there was like another magazine mm-hmm. um a younger version and mm-hmm. um She told me the hours, like, were so different there. And I was like, I'm very interested in
0: this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so I ended up moving over to Cosmopolitan.
0: Okay. And then it
1: was only there, like, four months. Because then I heard about an opening come up at Gossip Girl. Oh, okay. And I really jumped at the opportunity Mm. because I had read all the books in high school. Oh, okay. And I was super into it. And I had done one of my, like, college projects on um, Blair Waldorf um so this is like right before yeah like I moved to New York it was mm. like her outfits how I envisioned yeah. them being oh wow and um we had only seen the first season and then okay I so yeah. getting hired for the
0: second season mm-hmm.
1: okay. and then I was there for three or four seasons
0: wow amazing! yeah it was good yeah and so on the show did you like so were you an assistant on the show? Yeah, yes. yeah. So I, I was the costume department
1: assistant. Okay. So, like, I would set up all the fittings, mm-hmm. and I would assist the shopper on the show. And, like, I just basically really was immersed into this whole okay. costume design life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it was a huge production. So um, mm-hmm. I was able to see all the different roles mm-hmm. in the costume department, cool. which was really, really nice. Um, my boss was amazing. He really, like let me have hands-on experience mm, yeah. as well okay. and like be in the fittings when they happened and organize like the outfits ahead of time, which was really exciting. For yeah. Me. Um, and I learned all about like continuity on the mm. show, which is important in costume design life.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so did you have like maybe a bit of a creative input when you were on the show? Or were you just,
1: uh, yeah, assisting? I, think, I think it let us have a bit of creative yeah. input. Um, whether they used it or not. Yeah, Yeah,
0: of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, A lot of the characters
1: on the show, on Gossip Girl at least, were really hands-on with what they wanted to wear as well.
0: Oh, okay. So they like to
1: like help accessorize and stuff.
0: Mm, Okay. So it was fun. Yeah,
1: we were able to like freestyle outfits and put things together like on the rail that we thought could work
0: Mm. for the show. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. I mean, the fashion must have been like, you know, the clothes, like when I'm picturing Gossip Girl, like all the looks and everything is just yeah Amazing. it's become a bit iconic now which is yeah. Exciting oh, to show. Yeah. Mm. yeah especially now I I feel like with the new like the reboot that's come out I think a lot of people are like recreating the old looks mm-hmm. so I feel like the reboot now is like a bit more muted I guess the looks in yeah. comparison to obviously the seasons and like the 2000s which were yeah they're also a bit more androgynous e- I think yeah that's true like yeah. the characters are a
1: bit yeah, I guess they're with the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely with the time. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. And so after um, Gossip Girl, like, what was your next move after uh, that? I then went on to
1: assist a stylist called Erin Walsh. Okay. Um, and she was great. She, like, taught me loads of other stuff. Um, I assisted her for, like, two years maybe.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Um, off and on. And then I... She actually gave me some of her clients. Who were like, let mm-hmm. me do stuff when she wasn't available. Okay. So she was a great mentor in that sense. She trusted me enough to like do jobs mm-hmm. and then give me clients because she was too busy
0: mm-hmm. to like
1: okay. take them on herself. So
0: and so the this job was like celebrity styling. Yeah, it was celebrity okay. styling, and
1: then um, she really, really I think helped kick my career. Mm-hmm. Like you know off the ground and give me a head start Okay,
0: and so how did you all those opportunities like how did you find them for example uh, that styling job did you find the job offer or were you kind of like once you were in the sort of in the circle did you get opportunities after Gossip Girl because of Gossip Girl if that makes sense or how did you Um, find all those opportunities she has emailed
1: me so she must I think she had heard from someone on Gossip Girl that I had left and like okay. to message me for like freelance stuff. Mm, okay. Cause I had emailed like all my old bosses and was like, I'm no longer like full-time and
0: yeah.
1: um I'd like to like freelance wherever mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. Um if you have no jobs or anyone needs an assistant, let me know. Um also with if- Gossip Girl, which was really nice. We had hiatus for four months out of the year. Oh yeah. yeah okay. So that was really exciting. I would always go back to Chicago for those four months mm-hmm. and like sublet my apartment in New York so I could like spend time with my family. Yeah. I did like bartending and bottle service. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, I made so much more money doing that than yeah. I did actually working oh, okay. on the show. Okay. Um, well, I guess I mean, compared to now working the show, it it didn't pay that badly, but mm-hmm. just living in new york is yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah it it was good though i really enjoyed like my work-life balance because bartending did not feel like work
0: (laughs) (laughs) you always felt like you wanted to be freelance so you never let's say as a stylist wanted to try and get into an editorial for example like was being freelance always in your mind like okay i want to be not my own boss but kind of like was it like
1: um I think because I had dabbled in that with Ellen Cosmo that Mm I knew that and I saw like how Erin how her lifestyle was, and how she was able to like do different types of jobs I was still able to you know do magazine photo Mm -hmm. shoots but then I could also do red carpet stuff and you know you could prep all these things at the same time and it's just Exciting having, like, the different aspects of your career Mm -hmm. all in one place instead of solely focusing on this one... One aspect. um, Yeah,
0: this one body of work. And so is there one experience, like, a job experience in particular that you think taught you a lot and that you think that is probably the most, um, like, insightful experience you had in your career? Whether it's, like, recent or, you know, like, something... I think that I
1: learned... The most about styling from Gossip Girl. Only because now with different celebrity clients that I have, none of them have the same style whatsoever. Mm, So working with them as if they were characters.
0: helps To like
1: visualize what to put them in and what they'll like. And also the like styling tricks that he taught me. Mm -hmm. um, Those have stuck with me forever and ever. And Mm -hmm. um, I ended up styling Mm -hmm. one character for a TV show on Netflix. And without, like, the previous knowledge that I had mm. from working under him, I don't think I would have been able to do it by myself. Oh,
0: I see. Okay. Because obviously, yeah, I'm guessing, like, styling, like you said, characters versus real people must be, like, very different. But then I'm assuming maybe, for example, like, celebrities, if they're on the red carpet, you also have to think about, like, how they're going to appear on pictures. And Maybe that's something that you got also from Gossip Girl and having to, like, I don't know if there is anything that like, you can do, like put like a very shiny outfit because then with the reflection wouldn't work, or you know, yeah. And you I feel know, like you... yeah, with like celebrities too, they don't
1: they aren't models.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So
1: like you know, one might have like a complex about their thighs; so they won't mm-hmm. get like or wear anything short. Yeah. Whereas someone else might say their arms aren't toned enough. Like keep their arms like under some like sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like it's just working with their insecurities Mm. um because you want them to feel their best when they're in front of the camera because then obviously you get the best pictures pictures and and, yeah you know then they feel happiest
0: Mm -hmm. so what would you say um is i guess the trickiest part of your job today like if there's one thing that you find maybe a bit of a challenge or something that you think oh Uh, have had to work on that as a stylist kind of I think the trickiest part is that everything everything seems to come at once so like (laughs)
1: it's like I could be really quiet and then all of a sudden it's like I have 10 jobs in a week and I need to like figure out how to manage time with like my schedule Mm. my client's schedule um recording or filming schedules and all of that so Mm. I think time management is the trickiest part of my job and the part I could work on the most because also I'm not a morning person so like yeah and I have like two toddlers (laughs) so it's mornings I'm just oh "Oh, oh, I don't want to like go anywhere early unless I have to yeah (laughs) so I'm like busy getting them ready and out the door and you know yeah and
0: And so do you work with a lot of clients now that you're freelance like do you have a lot of is it more recurring clients that you have and you're always working with them or do you also accept new um, opportunities or how do you kind of schedule your time right now? I think being
1: freelance, you're always looking for new opportunities mm-hmm. and um, like areas to grow in. Um, but all of my clients I have right now, I have worked with before, okay. which is really nice because you build up yeah. a, like a good repertoire with them and, you know, you're able to, you know, talk to them on a personal mm-hmm. level and not just like a business level yeah, or like okay. a fashion level, like asking them what they want to wear. Mm-hmm. And you can like have a chat, you know, ask how yeah. their kids are, or ask, you know, mm-hmm. how their husband is or who they're dating now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know,
0: like build a relationship. Yeah.
1: yeah. I love building relationships. Right. It's one of my favorite parts because then i, I some friends too. Mm-hmm. And it's, Nice, it's like hanging out with your friends all the time.
0: Yeah, I guess it must be really nice. amazing. Yeah. I guess if you could give one piece of advice to someone wanting to work in your field, what would it be? If there's one thing that you've learned that um, you think, okay, like. Right. I would think assist and like get as much experience as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I
1: still try to take up any opportunities to like just get myself out there as much as possible because I feel like you can always learn and you can always, you know, build yourself up. And yeah. like, I mean, I love doing like photo shoots, even if I know it's not going somewhere, mm-hmm. but it's just fun to like dress a model and oh,
0: like do a
1: photo shoot. And I think just, yeah, work as much as possible. And if you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, a note
1: is that if you – are emailing to like assist someone or intern with someone and they don't respond, just email them again
0: okay. or like yeah.
1: follow up because follow up, I yeah. a lot of the times people are really busy. And if they're anything like me, they get so many emails a day
0: mm-hmm. yeah. um,
1: that it's like, or messages a day that it's like things just get less. Yeah. yeah. And it's
0: nothing like
1: nothing against no, anyone. Course. It's just yeah. like, just follow up. And like, it's not annoying to, yeah. be, to have anyone follow up. It's Nice because, like, I would love to help out as many people as I can, like, mm-hmm. give them experience if they want experience. And, um, I have had the same assistant though for ages and ages, and she's great, yeah. so, um, she is a good one for people to learn with too. Because,
0: oh, I see, yeah, I get... yeah
1: she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it won't be long before she leaves,
0: me. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But
1: I know that she's like very ready to do that, mm-hmm. so hopefully. Hopefully for her sake she will soon, even yeah. though, like I will I
0: will be so devastated. And so do you have like do you work with a big team or how is it just you and your assistant or um, every day it's me
1: and my assistant okay. and then we bring other people on for okay, like other jobs.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: we bring other people on to just help out where is needed. Yeah. Um but typically every day is just us. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, we usually have assistants or like additional interns Mm -hmm. to help different jobs that we have going on yeah so like we'll assign someone to do like because typically we have
0: like several different jobs in a week Mm -hmm. yeah I was gonna ask about like my next question was kind of about what are your day jobs or like what do you do in a week um Um, like what does your job entail basically well it's so different every single week so
1: this week do I have so I um, was off today. Yeah. And, which was really exciting because well, I for, had a
0: day off in a really long oh my time. God, well, thanks for <laughs>
1: giving you know. me your time on your day off. <laughs> but it didn't really feel like a day off because oh we had a railing that was hung on the top of our <laughs> – the top of the ceiling. Um, oh, yeah. Fall off. Oh, And brought really down some of the wall with it. Oh, no. So we had the construction guy coming in and fixing it, which, I mean, i <laughs> oh Yeah. So – didn't really feel like that much of a day off, but besides that, mm-hmm. day off, which is nice. Um, and then I have a fitting for one of my clients who's doing a TV show
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. next week, so the fitting is tomorrow. Okay. And then Wednesday, one of my clients is doing an early chat show, so it's like a 5 a.m. call, mm-hmm. which we know I do not like. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's fine, because I would be up with the kids anyways, by yeah. at 5.30, Um. So, oh, no, Thursday's Thanksgiving. Like, oh, yes. In um, America. So I have, like, actually, I have some press stuff in the morning, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to Thanksgiving service. Oh, nice. And um, with nice. some fellow Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then doing a like, Thanksgiving dinner. So it's, like, actually a really relaxed week this week. Mm, okay. And next week I'm in Birmingham filming some stuff. Cool. Okay. And have, like, this Instagram thing I'm doing, which is my 12 days of Christmas. I do it every yeah, year. Very exciting. I need to figure out what I'm going to be doing for my 12 days. I have yeah. like a couple of days sorted, but
0: to figure that out, mm-hmm. too. So that 12 days of Christmas, is that, like, 12 looks that you show? Or? Yeah, so it's, like,
1: my 12 items on my wish list I this see, Christmas. Yeah. And then i do, like... An expensive or like a luxury version than like a high mm-hmm. street version. Okay, um, I could get started um, Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, out. I've done like every year for the past three years, I think. Wow, oh, cool. um, and it seems to get really good feedback. So
0: mm-hmm. I thought,
1: yeah, why not? And it's nice because I try to feature like smaller brands too. Yeah. So yeah, smaller brands
0: give me a shout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So do you think that Instagram is also kind of like an important part of your job, or do you? Yes. No, yeah, like is I, that how you meet? I don't make contact, like what do you use it for? Basically, um, it is,
1: a, and it's so frustrating because I really, really despise having to use it. Um, yeah, not really interested, I've been really I bad at it lately, actually, too. Um, I think it's because I have had like my kids have been sick, and like I've just it hasn't been a priority, mm-hmm. but it is big with our careers now, yeah. and it's such a shame because. <laughs> It feels like a whole nother job. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's, like, social media managers who, like, do handle it. But I think, like, stylists now, like, are expected to be able to. Do it yourself.
0: Yeah, do it.
1: And, like, update it, Mm. like, every day almost. Or at least do at least stories every day. Um, And I'm very hit or miss with it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll have, like, a month will be so good. yeah, And then I'll be, like, (laughs) nope for, like, two or three weeks or, like, a month. Like it happened this time, mm. and then I'll be back on it again for like you know the next month. Yeah, but, but
0: it's, it's hard. hard.
1: Yeah, it I mean, is hard. It's time consuming. I think that's the hardest part for me is it's time consuming. Yeah, and I just feel like I could use my time better elsewhere, mm. but I know it's important nowadays. So I'm trying my best.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're coming to I guess the end of the interview, but my last question, which is the signature question of the podcast is if there is one book, film, or even a personality that has inspired your career decisions. It can be a couple, but if you're... Yeah. All right. Well, I think going back
1: to reading like Gossip Girl books in high mm-hmm. school, that really... I think if I hadn't read those books, I would not have been so keen to work on the show, which also yeah. opened so many doors for me. I see. And... Um, gave me a lot of press when I did The Duchess, um, mm, yeah. which was a TV show on Netflix that I styled um, Catherine Ryan for. Yeah. Um, I had loads of great press surrounding her outfits on out mm. there, and I don't think Netflix ever would have trusted me if I didn't that's have really the okay. previous experience yeah. from Gossip Girl. So, so that's exciting, yeah. and I think that had to have been it
0: the Gossip Most Girl series that. books, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really cool because for you, I guess when you were on Gossip Girl, it must have been almost like a full circle moment because you obviously read that as like a teenager and then you were there like I can imagine it must have been yeah like, crazy I, to think back at yourself reading the books and, yeah like, I felt yeah. so
1: thankful like every mm. day I was there
0: yeah um,
1: they did like when you're filming they always cover your lunch and I used to <laughs> I used to eat the most Ridiculous lunches, because it's like, oh my god, free lunch! Yeah, and like being like
0: <laughs> in, in your twenties, like, you're
1: like, this is amazing. You know, I'm yeah. getting like a twelve pound or twelve dollar, mm-hmm. you know, sandwich for free like every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the money I'm saving. um So yeah, I ended up gaining like ten pounds when I was working there, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd go back home, and lose it every summer when I was like doing bartending. Oh yeah, that was also come back and gain it again yeah. my winter weight. But yeah. Very really excited and awesome girl loved it
0: yeah okay well that was my last question uh, thank you so so much for being on podcast i really think our discussion can definitely like inspire many people many upcoming maybe uh, upcoming stylists but also people who work in the fashion industry so yeah thank you thank so much you for having me <laughs> Thank you for listening to the second episode of iWork Podcast with Jennifer. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that maybe you got a lot of inspiration from it. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music and Spotify. And you can also follow the podcast Instagram account at iWorkPodcast. See you next time.